the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece that I trust you'll enjoy. Tucker, you know how you get, we get in each other, you, get, you can get in your own head, and we were having all these scheduling problems with you, and I told my producer, he just hates me. The guy hates me. He, he won't come on the show. And then and then when I was watching you, then I was getting mad at you because I thought you wouldn't come on the radio show. So thank you for being here today. You have Are made you my day. Kidding? <laughs> it's the opposite. I'm off email. I had so many crazy Oh, I know you did. On email that I, know I, got. You did. I just went to text. I know you did. Um, I don't blame you. Try it. Actually, email is the enemy of clear thinking. It's like you can't ever relax. You can't read books. And every nutcase in the world is like sending threats over email. Anyway, it's, it's, so it's, grateful it, it, to be here. Well, I'm grateful to have you on the show because I, I truly, truly support and, and, and love your work so much and uh, and admire what you've been through, frankly, because... It's it's it takes guts to to stand up for what you believe in and kind of be exposed to some of the garbage you and your family have, and yet uh, you know when people heard you were going to be on and people are are so supportive of you and and you know that I know it must be tough sometimes to remember the degree of support that a, that a guy like you has when you're kind of in the barrel. Really? I mean, I'm happily married. I'm not just saying that. I, I married my high school girlfriend, and I all my kids, my four kids are all gone. They mm-hmm. left the house already. Yep. And so I spend a lot of time, like, in the dog park with my wife. <laughs> and, you know, if you are kind of have a happy, placid home life, that stuff means less, I really think. I mean, I wouldn't want to be unmarried or unhappily married. I think I would go crazy. I think I'd be a drunk. I think I'd be super angry, you know, like a lot of people yeah. in our businesses, you know, as well as I, but no, I have a pretty happy life. Really. Yeah. yeah. And, and obviously very successful because millions of people tune in like I do. Um, and of course, Fox news has just emerged as this sort of a beacon of of some common sense, a, a place that allows both voices, both sides of an issue to be kind of dissected, and that's what I love about your show. I mean, you're you're the quintessential you have the quintessential debate show. You know, I I suspect your favorite guests are the ones who don't see the world the way you do, and you want them to 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 prove you wrong. Well, sure. I mean, I'm kind of I guess traditionally liberal in that sense. I think everyone should be heard. I believe in free speech. I think that you get to a better conclusion when you have a, an honest conversation. It's also true that occasionally a guest will be reasonable enough to change my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's happened, and I like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't go into it thinking that I'm God. And that actually is the frustration of this moment is I'm sure you see the same thing every day. You talk to people about their views, and they're coming at the conversation assuming that they're good people and you're a bad person. And, like, you can't 
have a real conversation under those circumstances. You're arguing theology. It's it's awful. It's terrible. And it's one of the great frustrations I feel about trying to approach something in good faith when I know that my my adversary is not doing the same. Look at what's happening with this whole border security thing. I mean, you and you've you've broken it down brilliantly every night. But how do you negotiate with people who have no interest in negotiating with you? How do you say that we're not a nation without without our sovereignty uh, and we know we need border security and bad people are coming in here along with good people, lots of good people. But there are bad people in, 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 in the bunch and to see the Democrats stand there in that weird American Gothic moment last night with Chuck and Nancy standing there with that stilted response that was all about hating on Trump rather than dealing with the policy. How do you deal with people that don't want to deal with you in, bad, in, in good faith? And with people who don't come at it from the same perspective, I mean, if you're a lawmaker, your number one priority has got to be doing what's best for the country. And you may want to defeat your opponent. That's totally fine. You may despise your opponent. That's understandable sometimes. Right. If you care at all about what's good for America, then you're really not in the right job. Like, you shouldn't have power over America. And on some level, these people don't seem to be thinking about what's best for the country. I mean, if you really think it's okay that we've got 20 million people whose names we don't know, who are using fake federal documents, living here illegally, if you think that's okay, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to have a conversation with you, you uh, yeah. clearly don't care about the country. Right, and but but don't pretend you do. See, I, the, the thing that, that I loathe is to listen to, to progressives and many Democrats pretend to care about border security. If you care about border security and, and you say, but I don't like the wall, why would you oppose a wall? Why do, the, there's, as you pointed out last night, there's already lots of places along the border where there is a wall. So do you want those walls taken down if you think that's immoral? You don't want to complete the job? What is it? And the truth of the matter is, as you know, it's just a political talking point to try to, to, try to stop and thwart Donald Trump. That's all this is about. Well, yeah. And what's infuriating is they're completely for walls. Right. I mean, they, they live in a world surrounded by walls, but they've also supported walls in all kinds of other countries. Right. They recognize Israel's right to control its borders, not just to keep terrorists out, but to keep economic migrants out from Africa, which Israel does. And by the way, good for Israel. It's up, you know, that's right. their decision. And it's okay for them to decide to do that. And Nancy Pelosi has no problem with other, and not just Israel, but Tunisia and other countries whose walls we've either funded or approved of. But we're not allowed to protect our own country. So what does that say about how you feel about us? Because you don't care. How great great was the line in President Trump's speech where he said, we don't build walls because we hate the people on the outside. We build them because we love the people on the inside. I mean, it was such a it was perfect imagery because it, it speaks to why any of us lock a door or have a gate or have a fence or have any kind of barrier. It's not because we hate everybody on the outside. We just want to protect uh, and, and, and fight for the people that we love, the people who were, are, are our family. America is a, are arguably a giant family, and we ought to be safe and secure. Well, exactly. And the question is, who gets to make the decision? And the answer, obviously, is we do. I mean, I love having people to my house. I love dinner parties. We have them all the time. And it's one of the great joys of my life, meeting people in my house. But I decide who's on the guest list. If all of a sudden, you know, 15 random people I've never seen before show up, it's not a dinner party. It's a home invasion. (laughs) There's a huge, right? So there's a huge difference between the two. And the difference is on 
you know, in one, I get to decide because it's my house. Yeah. yeah. Tucker Carlson is with us. I want to talk in a moment about your terrific book, Ship of Fools. Of course, it's a big bestseller, and uh, it's it's easy to see why. There are moments on Tucker Carlson tonight that make it so worthwhile. Last night was a great moment. Bill de Blasio, the progressive mayor of New York, comes along and says, I got an idea. I know how to deal with Donald Trump. Let's uh, he's trying to keep the illegals out. Let's provide comprehensive health care to all the illegals in New York. Let's get them all kinds of, we'll get them, we'll get them mammograms, we'll get them, I guess, colonoscopies, we'll get them uh, mental health counseling, we'll get them all kinds of, compre- and he said it's going to cost a $100 million for 600,000 illegals and poor people in New York. And you sat there and you looked into the camera <laughs> with one of your guests, you said, well, you know, I got a calculator on my iPhone and it's easy, you can do the math, 100 million into 600,000, and what did you come up with, it was like 100 and something dollars Per person. $166 per person. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. What what can you get in health care coverage for $166? A Band-Aid? Well, if you're saying that out loud, what you're really saying is you're an idiot. I have no respect for you. I don't even feel the need to tell you a plausible lie. <laughs> I can just come up with some totally ridiculous number, and I believe you're so stupid that you will not invoke an agreement when I say it. I mean, it's... It's really an act of contempt when you say something that stupid. Of course it stupid. is. Of course it is. You're, 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 you're deliberately insulting your audience. You're deliberately insulting people who you're trying to play to. You heard the latest, too. Now he wants to offer two weeks of paid time off for all city workers. It's half a million people, I guess, or some crazy number. I, I mean, I don't know if they already have. I would think city workers have vacation but now, on top of that, he wants to pay for two. Of course, I love it when they say the city will pay for it. No, no, no. The city won't pay for it. There's not a money tree out in the backyard by City Hall. It's actually taxpayers who are going to pay for it. But right. they never want us. They never want to say that, Tucker. Well, what you're really saying is the unionized workforce that exists to support my reelection <laughs> will get benefits and salaries and perks that are so dramatically better than yours. I know. Did, and you have to sit and pay for it. I mean, it's just a pure payoff to his political supporters. I know. And it's, it's, look, I'm actually not even against paying city workers well. What I'm against is paying them so much better than everyone else. Right. It's just insulting and that you feel like an idiot for working in the private sector. I love I love the book review by John Coyne Jr. in the Washington Times of, of Ship of Fools. And, and he really broke down. Because uh, because the book is sort of an extension of what you do every night on TV, um, but and you've got just such such a great style. It's kind of a um, as he writes, it's a social and political tour de force, often seeming to have been written without taking a breath. And you assail the leaders of what he, what you call the ruling class, and the, just the pictures on the cover. I mean, frankly, you could have taken Chuck and Nancy last night from the rebuttal and put that on your cover. I know. Put that in the no, paperback. Put that on the paperback version because that'd be perfect. But you got Hillary, and you've got Mitch McConnell, and you got Maxine, and Bill Crystal, and of course Nancy Pelosi and Zuckerberg. You got to be very proud of this book. And and even as we're talking, I'm getting a lot of text messages from people saying, "Thank Tucker for the tremendous book." Ship of Fools was a real, real hit. Well, thank you. I wrote it in a fit of rage. (laughs) Just because it's the world I've lived in my whole life. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not posing as some member of America's toiling classes. I didn't grow up in coal country. I grew up in La Jolla and Georgetown. So, like, the one thing I know pretty well is that world. And I 
I just think, and by the way, just to be totally clear, I'm not even a populist. I think that every society has a leadership class. The question is, are they competent? Do they care about the country they're leading? Are they worthy of the job? And, and so I'm not making an argument against a ruling class. I'm making an argument against an incompetent, selfish, stupid ruling class, which is what we have. And that's why we're about to get a revolution. Like this Ocasio-Cortez buffoon, who's clearly, like, not very smart and doesn't, you know, has no life experience and all that. She could get elected president. She can't because she's not old enough. But someone with her politics could win. That's terrifying. We could get socialism because the people in charge are not paying attention. And they're discrediting capitalism because they've distorted it purely for their own benefit. It's really bad. I don't think we understand how bad it is. No, and, but, but you do when you read the book, and it helps kind of illuminate these points. By the way, my gut tells me in 2020 they're going to put up Beto O'Rourke. Do you, do you agree with me, or who do you, who do you see as the Democrats' uh, hope to, to, to defeat President Trump? I think we're getting to a point where Beto, or whatever the guy's fake name is, would be probably the most preferable of all options. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how crazy I think things are getting. I mean, Ocasio-Cortez said last night at Rachel Maddow show that illegal aliens sneaking into the country are, quote, more American Yes. Than Trump supporters. Yes. I mean, you say stuff like that, it's like we're they're getting really radical. And right. I don't think people And let me guess like, and let me and let me and let me guess, Rachel nodded her head in earnest. You know, I didn't watch it, but I presume I presume that's what happened. Because and, look, the point is if you say super crazy things long enough, you start to believe them and I the know. people who listen start to believe them and like the goalposts change and we could wind up with some really terrifying options. Yeah, well, we're going to wait and see, but thank goodness we've got a show like Tucker Carlson tonight to help us get through it. I hope you know how much I appreciate your show, your book, Ship of Fools. Everybody needs to get their hands on it if you haven't already. And thank you for taking some time. I know how crazy oh, it's been for you. Are you kidding? I love it. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> great, great, you're for having, great, for, great having you on the program. All the best. Keep fighting the good fight, Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.